Does it sometimes feel like the circumstances of this earthly life seem to have the final word? Well, John chapter 20 declares a resounding message of triumph. Jesus rose from the dead. This victory changes everything, offering total hope for our own lives. Hey fellow creations, it's Elijah here. Welcome to the Bible in Prayer podcast, the show where we simply read the Bible and then we pray about it. Bible and prayer are fundamental elements of the Christian life, and we need to build lasting habits of these. So join us on the Bible and Prayer podcast every weekday as we strive to make Bible and prayer habits in our daily lives. Tap that follow button to subscribe to the Bible and Prayer podcast so you don't miss the rest of the Gospel of John or the future books that we'll be covering. Now, what seems like the ultimate defeat becomes the greatest victory. The empty tomb and Jesus' appearance prove this proclamation that he conquered the grave. Let's explore how this truth brings hope out of despair and empowers us today. Now let's back up and look, remind ourselves of the context of the Gospel of John. It's this unique and beautiful portrayal of Jesus Christ, presenting him as the divine word become flesh who dwelt among us. And it emphasizes Jesus' identity as the Son of God, full of grace and truth, and highlights his miracles, his teachings, and his interactions with people, particularly his disciples. John's Gospel aims to lead readers to faith in Jesus and eternal life by presenting him as the Son of God, the Word become flesh. Now zooming in on John 20 specifically, this chapter begins with Mary Magdalene discovering the empty tomb. Jesus then appears to her and then later to the other disciples as well. These powerful encounters break the disciples' despair, ushering in joy and renewed purpose. He commissions them then to spread his message. Now, with all that being said, let's dive in and read John chapter 20 together. Now, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went early while it was still dark to the tomb and saw the stone taken away from the tomb. Therefore, she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they have laid him. Therefore, Peter and the other disciple went out, and they went toward the tomb. They both ran together. The other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen clothes lying, yet he didn't enter in. Then Simon Peter came following him and entered into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying, and the cloth that had been on his head, not lying with the linen cloths, but rolled up in a place by itself. So then the other disciple who came first to the tomb also entered in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they didn't know the scripture that he must rise from the dead. So the disciples went away again to their own homes. But Mary was standing outside at the tomb weeping. So as she wept, she stooped and looked into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and one at the foot where the body of Jesus had lain. 
they asked her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they've taken away my Lord, and I don't know where they've laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing and didn't know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say, teacher. Jesus said to her, Don't hold me, for I haven't yet ascended to my father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had said these things to her. When therefore it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, when the doors were locked, when the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the middle and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples therefore were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus therefore said to them again, Peace be to you. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive another's sins, they have been forgiven them. If you retain anyone's sins, they have been retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, wasn't with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see his hands, the print of the nails, put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. After eight days, again his disciples were inside, and Thomas was there with them. Jesus came, the doors being locked, and stood in the middle, and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach here, your finger, and see my hands. Reach here, your hand, and put it onto my side. Don't be unbelieving, but believing. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Therefore, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. All 
All right, that concludes the reading of John chapter 20. A couple of things that we note from this passage. Firstly, he conquered the grave, so you can too. See, the disciples were facing loss in this terrifying future. They were huddled and hiding in this upper room. But the resurrection turned despair into boldness. Jesus' victory means we too can overcome what seems impossible. Trust in this same power to sustain you and your faith. Jesus conquered the grave and we will too. Secondly, we need to embrace eternal hope. Jesus wasn't just revived. He completely obliterated death. This offers unshakable hope for our own final victory over the curse of sin and death in the world. Let this reshape your outlook on life and on eternity. Jesus conquered the grave. And then thirdly, we should be looking for opportunities to join in Jesus' gospel mission. The resurrected Jesus empowered his followers with a life-changing mission. He conquered the grave so that we can spread this hope. Are you passively receiving this hope or are you actively participating with him in his mission to change the lives of people everywhere? Let's pray to God about these things. God in heaven, you are so good and so holy and we bless your great and holy and high name. Thank you for Jesus, and thank you for his sacrifice, and thank you for his resurrection from the dead, which proves that he conquered the grave, that everything he said is true, that the grave remains empty because we serve a risen Savior. Thank you so much for Jesus conquering the grave and allowing us to have hope and faith that we will be able to conquer the grave too because of Jesus' power and authority over death. Please help us to embrace the eternal hope that we receive through the resurrection, that we can look forward to eternal life because we know that the grave, that death, that sin has no power over us whatsoever because Jesus broke the curse of sin and death on the world. Help us, Father, to believe in Jesus with all of our hearts, that we listen to the words of John here, and that we really believe in Jesus so that we can have eternal life as well. And Father, help us to embrace the mission that's been set before us. Help us to join in this beautiful gospel mission that Jesus entrusted to his followers, that here he was, he rose from the dead, and he gave us a mission to go out and proclaim this news, this joyous good news of the resurrection, the breaking of the curse of sin and death on the world. Help us to embrace this mission, Father. And because of the hope that we have in this life, we can go out and share this good news with the world. Thank you so much for the resurrection. Thank you for the fact that Jesus conquered the grave and we can too. It's in his precious name we pray. Amen. John 20 resounds with the truth. He conquered the grave. Death no longer has the final say. May we live 
fully in the power of the resurrection, experiencing its joy and boldly sharing the hope of Jesus. Let the world see his life-changing power mirrored in us. Remember to follow and subscribe and join us next time for John chapter 21. This has been Elijah with the Bible in Prayer podcast. Until next time, we love you all. God bless.